Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome into Tim and Boy. The kids call it balloon party. Tim and Mark. That's right. What's your favorite, Jackson? I'm a big Tim and Boy fan, but I have to be honest. I love honesty and media. <laughs> I think that's a great one. I think that would, uh, I think it rolls right off the tongue. It's self-indulgent, like the point man on the show. That's where it comes <laughs> from. Boy, that Randy character. I'm telling you. You know, the show we should run is me and Randy Carricker yeah. talking in between the shows. It should be That's a podcast. It, it would really should be. I got to have him on the podcast. Jackson and I got done with this show on Friday. So we'd done TMA from 7 to 10, as I've been doing since 2004. Came in here and did this presentation from 10 to 11. And then I'm like, oh, I got to do a podcast, questions from the audience podcast. And yep. I said, let's do a half hour. I've got a tea time and I want to make sure I'm able to play. And then we just get going. And when I say we, I mean me. <laughs> and you had to be sitting across from me. And we went, what, two hours? That's right. I mean. There was points where I was like, what is this guy blathering about it right now? But, uh, you know. You have to be thinking that every time. You have to be thinking that right now, and we're only a minute in. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> it's just insanity. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if something's wrong or if something's right. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Because uh, theoretically, it's quote-unquote worked. But I don't necessarily think it's right. I don't think my brain functions properly. Yeah. That's what I've decided. Something is wrong. Something is amiss. Hmm. For me to be able to sit there and talk for an hour and 50 about nothing in particular. Yeah, we just kind of, you know, dance. We get, we get asked a question and then answer something completely different. We're like, did that answer your question? <laughs> no, I know it didn't. I don't ask that question. I'm just like, oh, I guess I've gone for 40 minutes on that question. What else can I not answer for another 40 minutes? Uh, speaking of which, you can send in your questions or criticisms, as is more apt to happen. 65780, the Air Comfort Service text line. You know, Randy, Randy always asks, how was your weekend? I'm like, man, I wish I had something for you. <laughs> But I have a five-week-old, and it's just not happening. Ten, ten years ago, I could have told you wonderful stories. Now, Jackson here is a 23-year-old and considered the most eligible bachelor. Yeah, yeah, widely known. In the St. Louis area. What did you do? I'm truly curious. Uh, well, I went to the SLU game on Saturday, watched them take on the VCU Rams. Billikens, Billikens, rah, rah, rah. Nice W. Senior night. That was really cool to see. Uh, they had a guy come in for about... A minute and he just knocked down a three and then got taken right out and the place went bananas so that was a lot of fun and then just kind of hung out in that south city area uh most of the saturday night and uh where did you go i mean as a south sider i, I need to know this la katrina mexican restaurant near uh bishop de high school that's right where i grew up tasty where my parents treats. are tam avenue dirty tam avenue dirty yeah tasty treats and uh then Sunday, I just kind of shot some hoops with my brother and then watched that new uh, Lakers show, the Lakers show on HBO. So if if you're a bachelor, that doesn't sound like a bachelor weekend at 23. Right, right, right. It doesn't sound, but I'm twofold. That sounds like what I would have done this weekend. <laughs> it's a twofold thing. 
saving a little bit of money because I'm moving out and moving into a new apartment. Wow, Jackson bragging to the audience yeah, yeah, about the know. runaway success that is Tim and Boy, and now he's already getting a new place. Yeah, that's right. Yep, moving out, <laughs> moving on up. And uh, Jackson's place is in Huntley. I just want everybody to be aware of that. North Huntley. That's um, correct, which is the nicest part. Exactly. And then um, next weekend I will be getting it after it real nice like because next weekend is my 24th birthday oh so i will be getting it after getting after it so save a little money for that you know what do you plan on doing i'm legitimately curious about this i'll probably go i like going to mcgurk's man so i'll probably go there saturday night and just drink and have a good time if i showed up there first off uninvited obviously <laughs> right yeah but then secondarily would i stand out like no. so really no, well there are other 45 year old fathers of two yeah. Hanging out, drinking by themselves at yeah. the bar. I don't know what that says, but yes, there is. Um, but McGurk's, I mean, the inside is usually like an old crown. Then you go outside, and it gets younger. It kind of separates. So, so I'm good on but the. But you're inside. a hybrid guy. You could be in both places. Really, I'm a hybrid. At 45, a hybrid. Eh. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, guys, didn't the Pringles say he was going to watch hockey? What a fraud! That's from the two one seven. I did say that. And did you lie to the audience? You can't lie to the audience, man. Never lie to the audience. I didn't. I didn't you did lie. not. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Now, Saturday, I was planning on it, but then I went to my buddy's place before the slew game, so I wanted to. And what was he doing? He was watching uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational. We were watching Purdue. Uh, wow. I don't remember who they were playing. But we were watching Purdue was playing somebody, and then we went to Chaffetz, So What about ILL? I gave Michelle Smallman yeah. ILLs. We were coming in here. Big Ten co-conference champs. Co-champs, conference co-champs with Wisconsin. Good for them. Great for them. They'll be a high seed in the tournament and maybe can make a run. I hope they do. You're getting high-pitched like you're arguing with yourself because you know you're bluffing at the pot and you know the audience already on the 618 not high on your song and dance. <laughs> like if you were saying, if you're talking about Missouri winning the SEC, I don't think it would be high-pitched like that. You see what I'm saying? No, it would be delivered with straight passion. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to instruct the listeners on how to pick up on your BS. That's what I'm trying to do. And the high pitch is an insta-tell yeah. that Jackson's lying and he's upset that, that Nebraska beat Wisconsin. That's, yeah. that's essentially what this is all about. I'm currently furious. Uh Tim, it's fine. I wouldn't want to watch. It. I wouldn't want anyone to watch those Blues games. Well, I did, and I can speak to what you're talking about. I got shipped. I got shipped mm. in the wagering department. Ah, yes. Now we got great things going on with FanDuel, and we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. With now, you don't have to to go anywhere to uh, to set up your account uh-huh. on the oh, yeah, uh, on yeah, the yeah. ill side, right, you right, know, right. the place that you don't like, but. Uh, I was watching, I don't know, it was kind of surprising that I found myself watching Duke in North Carolina. But there was all of this social media about how, was it about 100 players came back? Yeah, it seems like everybody who's not like currently playing, and even if you are, you know, if you have an off day that day, you were probably there. For Krzyzewski's final game at Cameron Indoor Arena. And it, at one point, North Carolina had a small uh, lead, in the second half, and I'm like, Duke's going to win this game. They're probably going to win the game by 10. Mm -hmm. I have an obligation to go check the live line. And it was just Duke and North Carolina both even, minus 110, meaning you bet 110 to win 100. And I go, Duke's going to win this game. I don't even need to sweat this thing. I'm I'm betting Duke. Mm -hmm. And I did. 
And you're right, I didn't get a sweat. <laughs> On the wrong side. My goodness. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the most surprising things of the weekend. So then I wake up, and I'm a little on tilt over this whole thing. Right. And this is the problem with, with getting in the hole. Yeah. Because you're like, I got to get out of the hole. And I'm like, the Blues are going to bounce back after that performance against the Islanders. Yeah. The Devils are garbage. They beat them a few weeks ago. They'll pay them back. They're not going to lose back-to-back games. They're not going to have this bad of a trip. I guess they're probably minus 175 to minus 200. I don't care. I'll still take them. And then the line was only minus 130. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know what that was about. I have no idea what that was about because that stunned me yeah. to be that far. You see what I'm saying? Like for right, right. the Blues Dude. at their level, the Devils at their level – that was stunning to me, yeah. and I'm like, okay. And I was texting with some of my hockey compadres and going, hey, is there something going on that hasn't been publicized? And Upron didn't play on Saturday. wasn't sure if he was going to play on Sunday. And then he's announced that he's going to be back, and the line didn't change. And I'm like, what is going on? And so the only reason I didn't lose everything I own when the Devils won in overtime yesterday is because I thought the line was so suspicious that there must be something yep. up. yep. Yeah, you got two options when you see something that's stinky. You can either go against it or you can lean into the stink because obviously something's up that you don't know about. In the NFL, I see it and I go the opposite way because I've right. seen it enough in my life to know that something weird is going to happen about 75% of the time. With a line, what I thought that was that egregious for the Blues and Devils yesterday with the Blues only minus 130, that's not even giving up any goals. That's mm-hmm. just straight up. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have enough experience on weird NHL lines, so I'm just going to put a small taste on it. And then I'm watching they get one shot, one shot in the second period. The team is down by two goals, and they have one shot in the second period. I mean, I am just, (laughs) I am doomed. In both cases, I thought both of those bets for real, yeah. Whereas rocks, I don't because it's not. It's not like I'm always betting. You know, I mm-hmm. love golf, and so I'll make plays there, and I keep my golf love compartmentalized and for the most part off the air here, uh, because I recognize. What do you think? Arbitrary per- percentages. People interested in golf and the listening audience of the show known as Tim and Boy. So you're talking PGA Tour, correct? Not okay. necessarily recreational. Okay. Like people who were who would know right now that Scotty Scheffler won yesterday. In our audience, I've got a number. 11%. I was going to go 5%. Okay, I think more more than that. Well, I know. That's why you said 11%. I Mm -hmm. understand how the math works. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to Ledoux. Right, I I was just trying to, you know. Yeah, I understand it. You're feeling time, and I don't like it. You're feeling valuable time while I'm talking about losing money, and this is essentially (laughs) therapy. I mean, it was awful. And it's like when it goes to overtime, I'm like, well, New Jersey's game versus the Blues game, and the Blues in overtime has been a little bit problematic this Mm -hmm. year. You already know what's going to happen. Didn't think it was going to be that rough the way that it went down. And then it went down that way. You're going, oh, my goodness. They played these three teams. And not only did they only get one point, but they really didn't play well. Mm -hmm. Minus, like, some bursts here and there. It was rough. That's alarming. If there's one thing I've been saying when it comes to the Blues in in the two months we've been doing this show, it's that if they have a bad game, they bounce back. And some of these bad games against bad teams, one of the criticisms is, well, they play down to their opposition. They'll play up when they play good teams. But my goodness, one shot in the second period. 
And they didn't get a power play till I think it was 439 left in the third. And I'm going, okay, they're, they come back to tie it. They're going to get the power play goal. They'll get out of here with two points. I'll win my money. And everything will be wonderful. They don't get anything going. And then after the game, Ruby's like, yeah, when you don't really create many scoring opportunities and you're on the defensive, you're not going to get too many calls. Right. And we really deserve the penalties that we got. That's rough, man. That is rough. So then I might, my inclination is, well, they'll bounce back against Ottawa tomorrow night because that's what they've done. But they didn't bounce back after the Rangers game. They didn't bounce back after the Islanders game. And now I'm a little concerned. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly had a, uh, a comment after the game that really stood out. It's, it's, it's the first because usually the postgame stuff is, I know I have to do it, and I'm speaking from the perspective of the coach or the player. And I'm oftentimes either super high after a win or super low after a loss. And so you kind of mentally train yourself for the most part to not do anything that you could mess yourself up with. Either you could eat words talking smack or you could regret if you're critical of a teammate or coach or officials when you're down. And O'Reilly as a captain is a great manager of that, of course. But I'm not saying he was like critical. It's just what he said was kind of I don't know what the right word would be. Ominous? I don't, I don't know. Mm. It, was just, it was surprising. Uh, we'll play that for you uh, on the other side of the break. Um, and uh, welcome you to text in your thoughts six five seven eight zero. This is the fir- this is the first time for me anyway that I kind of go because I gave you trouble on Friday uh-huh. about who would be starting in the playoffs for the Blues, and you said if they make the playoffs. I said if they make the playoffs. And then that happens. And yeah. look at you. I see your eyebrows get a little up. Like how you like me now? <laughs> well, we also talked about. Baseball playing to Memorial Day, and I might have been wrong on that too. Banning the shift, banning the shift, which I don't, uh, which is apparently going to happen. <laughs> yep. Uh, and the bases are going to be bigger. Yep. Yep. So maybe. I don't know. I might. I might watch cricket now instead of baseball. I think it's a good sport if you can understand the rules. <laughs> I, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what they're doing because whatever they're going to create, whenever they come back sometime in 2026, <laughs> isn't going to be what I watched. So. Maybe I'll take up cricket in the meantime and see if I can <laughs> fall in love. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Tim, give us golf talk. You don't mean that, and you know yeah. you don't mean that. That's, a, that's as somebody looking to sabotage yep. the show. Uh, Tim, New York City happened. That's from the 917. I Listen, I got to be honest with you. I understand the theory. Mm. But here's one of the things that I've come to uh, understand over the years that if uh, I really like to tell these stories, but I don't I never violate the Omerta. Um, and this isn't even regarding hockey players, although I would imagine I, I, I like part of me believes the skate exists to like keep the boys in check, you know, the mm-hmm. morning skate. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've had conversations with baseball players and like, oh, if you even had any idea what we did last night. And I go, but that was six in the morning. You had a day game. I know. And then but you went three for four. I know. Like, what in the world? Yeah, How do you crazy. do this? Crazy. Yeah, but that's... Now, I don't know if that still goes on now because you got phones. And, right, and it's, it's a high-risk move sometimes. But uh, so, I, so I get the, the, the New York City theory. I get the New York City theory. And certainly, when you only get one shot against a team that had the 28th-ranked defense in the NHL coming into the game in that second period... And what were they getting out shot? It was like eight or nine to one the first eight minutes. I'm just like, what am I doing with my money? First the Shushevsky thing, and now the New Jersey Devils have morphed back into their mid-90s form. What is going on? Uh, yes, I get the theory. I just can't believe that that was the reason for the whole thing. 
if they come back and just go off on a tear, then I'll go, okay, you know, maybe you have to have some bed checks on the New York City thing next time they go up there. But I just, I don't know. that I don't know if I can explain it all the way that way. But I understand that a number of people are making that theory. Um, I just can't figure it out. And then I guess one sense is they ter- clearly turned it on in the third period. Uh, but by that time, uh, it was just a little too a little too late. And then they should have had that goal at the end of the first period. Missed it by like a half second. That was a bad beat, too. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. 65780, Air Comfort Service uh, text line. We'll hear from uh, Ryan O'Reilly on the other side of the break. This is Balloon Party, also known as Tim and Boy on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you here on Balloon Party, DBA, Honesty and Media. Here's some honesty and media for you. Jeremy Rutherford, how can this be? I was in the interview with O'Reilly and may have even asked the question, and I still got hooked on your, quote, ominous tease coming up after the break. I'm now sitting in my truck waiting for it. Makes me wonder about my own tease, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) There's your honesty and media. (laughs) Well, I read the quote and I go, wow, that's kind of a weird deal. Now, here's more honesty and media for you. I asked to hear, we wake up, more honesty. There's honesty. This is how the podcast turns into two hours where it's supposed to be with honesty. It's just now you just got to like get me back on track, bring me back. (laughs) This is what happens. So there's a gentleman overnight who pulls sound from everything. Everything. I mean, everything. And so I see the list of all the O'Reilly sound bites, and I asked Jackson, who's over here watching Warriors game film during the commercial break. Yep. Uh, I said, "Hey, can you play soundbite one and two from O'Reilly? Because I'm not sure which one the quote is in." And then I got Jeremy Rutherford saying, "I'm sticking around in my truck to listen to this tease." So I'm like, "I really got to deliver on the tease." I mean, this is the most important tease conversion of my career. You're talking about a Hall of Fame career here. This is yeah. a Hall of Fame career. Big conversion. This is a huge moment. And then all of a sudden, some emergency broadcast system thing goes off, and all hell breaks loose. Yep. <laughs> So I still haven't heard the soundbite. And now I'm wondering about the whole thing because Jeremy Rutherford's like, I can't wait to hear it since I must have asked the question. This is a mess is what this is. (laughs) All right. So we're going to hear, I think, one of these two soundbites will cover it. Hopefully. (laughs) And if not, BK and Ferrari are up next. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very disappointing. Um, Yeah, it wasn't much to even feel good about. Obviously, you know. We want to get points. We need the points right now with how tight the West is. But, um, yeah, we did not, uh, you know, play the way we needed to play. And that's, you know, something we got to figure outside of our room right now. Um, you know, it's on, you know, myself, leadership, and we've got to figure out kind of what our identity is and how we want to proceed because that, um, that was not a good trip. That's, that's not, that's not going to work going down the stretch. So, it's, you know, at least we know the issue. and. Now it's, uh, you know, finding a way us, uh, you know, our group to figure it out. Okay, that's not it. <laughs> Although that was certainly damning of the team's performance in the uh, the Rangers, Islanders, Devil, Devils swing. Um, let's hear the second pipe. This, I mean, this is a big moment in my career. Yeah, again, I, no, I don't want to say too much. It's, you know, it's something that we have to work out ourselves and within our room and, and such. But, um, you know, when you watch us play, it's, uh, you know, we're a little too, you know, individual right now. We're not helping each other out enough and, and you know, setting each other up and just just working for each other. We're just very disconnected. And, um, you know, you know, everyone feels it. Everyone can see it. Um, 
you know, we exchange. Yeah, it's just it's it's very disappointing. Um, yeah, we we have to adjust and, and move on, and you know, I'm confident we will. Okay, more honesty immediate. That is at the bite. Okay, but it sounds when he's talking right. so innocent. Yep. But when you read it, yeah. When you read it, it sounds different. When you watch us play, we're a little too individual right now. We're not helping each other out enough and setting each other up and just working for each other. We're just very disconnected. Everyone feels it. Everyone can see it. We have to change. It's very disappointing. We have to adjust and move on, and I'm confident we will. It sounds totally different. Yeah, it sounds... Do you get what I'm saying? But then you hear his vocal tone, and he's yeah. kind of like, yeah, you know, I missed a six-footer out there. Yeah. We'll go get him on the next hole. It's just like a stream of consciousness, and he just says it. I don't think... It, when you hear it from print, it's like, man, that is yes. ominous. But it's it doesn't sound like that at all. All right, honesty immediate. Did you know which quote I was talking about? There's no way you did. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't know. But, but you read it, and now I've heard it. And now Up I until two months ago, you didn't even know St. Louis had a hockey team. That's, that's, that's actually what I think we need to do an expose on. Total nonsense. That's what, I, that's what I think the core issue is here, is that I'm flying solo on this blue stuff. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm, so I don't know if we can count it as a conversion, because I, that it was the soundbite. And it sounds like, like I read that this morning. I'm like, man, Ryan O'Reilly, like, something's, something's going on. Yeah. And when I get when like I said regarding my wager on the Blues against the Devils and feeling like the number was a little weird, I was like, "Hey, is there something going on that I'm just not aware of? I'm looking for inside information. Mm-hmm. I'm going Gordon Gecko, Bud Fox yep. on Sunday morning because of this Shashevsky debacle <laughs> on Saturday night. Yeah, boy, and I can't get any information. And I'm going, okay, I'm just going to put a small amount on it just because the number's so weird. And then I see him get. Number one, no power plays for the first, what, 55 minutes. I'm like, okay. And then number two, they get one shot in the second period. I'm going, my goodness. I'm the kiss of death. Is there anybody you want me to bet on that that, that, that well, your team will win? Missouri uh, plays Ole yeah. Miss. Are you uh, locked in on that on Wednesday? Bet on every team Mizzou plays from here out. Which so they can be win the NCAA game. tournament. Yes. What a magical run it's going to be. Yeah, it might cost you $40,000, <laughs> but it'll be worth it to me. Thank you. So there it is. So, Jeremy, there it is. I guess you asked the question. There's the answer. And it sounded like Ryan O'Reilly wasn't all that concerned. But the words that were coming out of his mouth were yeah. awfully powerful. Right. right. My goodness. Um, do you think collegiate wrestling has a chance to gain popularity since other sports are going insane? I watched some of Mizzou's highlights from this weekend, and it was electric. I know nothing about the sport, but the wrestlers were passionate. Well, sometimes yeah. the show transitions. Uh, in Mizzou, directions that even the hosts don't right, expect. Yeah, Mizzou has always had a good wrestling program. I don't know much about it. I know Jaden Cox, Olympian, was a Mizzou guy. Look at you. Look so at you. That's you the, you answered said question. But that is the extent of my knowledge. Honesty and media. I don't know anything else about it. I had a couple of buddies who wrestled in high school. It looked awful. looked like, like the least fun time ever, but... Yeah, who would have thought the Mizzou wrestling topic would have would have hit here? Uh, Ryan O'Reilly is the captain of the team. It's his job, along with the coaches, to get players going in the right direction and playing for each other versus for themselves. Maybe Ryan O'Reilly is not a captain. All great players aren't captain type guys. That's from the three one four. Now there, that would have been that's yeah. a damning. That's a uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm surprised. That's how I would describe the whole thing. It's one thing if you're like, well, they played well, they didn't win. Mm-hmm. See, I, w- I don't know how Blues fans felt about the first one of these these three, the Rangers' loss on Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they had such a, a response late in the second period. I'm like, okay, Rangers are a good team. 
it's cool. It's going to happen. They'll get at least two points, if not three or four, over the weekend and then head back to St. Louis and have a bunch of home games and everything will be cool. And so to see the kind of performances they had on Saturday and Sunday after a loss on Wednesday, when it's like they played great, they just had a burst and then a really bad third period, I'm going, okay, what's going on here? This is not... And then then I read, but don't hear, Ryan O'Reilly's words when I wake up this morning, and I'm just like, wow, those are some damning words from the man with the C on his sweater. What's going on here? And then I hear it, and he doesn't sound. It just sounds totally different than what I read. Yeah. Are you with me on that? Or are you just humoring me? No. Well, I think context His is tone so important. Is so. Yeah, it's like a phone call versus a text. Someone could send you a text, and it'd be like, "Oh man, are they like mad?" Yeah. And then you call them, and they don't sound mad at all. So it's vocal context is really important. Yeah, and that vocal context—that's probably why Jeremy Rutherford's like, "Man, I can't right. wait to hear exactly. what this is," because I was there, so I didn't—I didn't hear anything ominous. Yeah. And he's right, but you read the words, and it sounds like he's like, "Yeah, we're disconnected right now. We have a problem, and everybody knows what it is, but it's our job to fix it." All right, well, let's see how they handle it. And the next couple of weeks, awfully critical, not just from performance standpoint and the standing standpoint, but also the trade deadline standpoint. And see how everything goes. Uh, Blues and Ottawa tomorrow as they try to get back on track and figure this whole thing out. Uh, Jackson has a Sports Center update. Be very anxious to see if Illinois uh, and the win last night in Champaign is even referenced, or do you just try to like not talk it into existence? No, I'll talk about it. You will two, talk about it. In this. A little two point W over the Hawkeyes. I'll talk about it a little bit. So it's like you're dismissing it, like a little two point. I mean, it's, well, it's like Missouri beat Georgia, and you're debating say. whether or not that was the biggest win in program history since Corey Tate's jumper. Yeah. That's what I remember it's you saying. In the conversation. The show. It's in the conversation. Well, Georgia is a fine club. Tom Crean. Tommy Crean. Tommy Crean and Conzo are going to be yeah. <laughs> working together this offseason. Uh, all right, we will take a break. Come back with more of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. A one, two, three, four. Man, it's already 10.38. Fastest hour got, radio. It is fast hour radio. And I still have takes. I got takes, Jack. I got takes. Never run out of takes. Uh, I mean, so what your grandma thinks like 15 minutes away. What do we have this time? Something uh, from 1972. One. Nope. This one's from 2022. Wow. Yeah. 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 I'm really getting better at this. <laughs> 65780. Text yeah. in. What, uh, what sport? I assume this is from the association. You got that right. God, Jackson is trying to force... This NBA stuff down our throats. Right, you're either gonna like it or you know you're just not gonna listen. There's two options. It's you're, great. You're gonna it's love great the for league. business. It's a great business model. It's yeah. You know. I hope Tommy Mattern sees you and throws you up against the wall right when you walk out of here with that kind of with that kind of attitude. You might not. You might just turn us off. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep playing NBA sound. That's right. Uh, hey, speaking of being completely turned off, Carl Ravitch, who surprisingly is a dog avatar on Twitter. Yeah, it's a surprising <laughs> development. I'm like, oh, somebody screenshotted some dog avatar and claiming it's Carl Ravitch. And they go, oh, that really is Carl Ravitch. He has a dog avatar. Does he have a check mark too? He does have a check mark he, with, the, with, the, dog, with he, the dog avatar. He's got to be one of the very few, if not the only person who's yeah. dog avatar. And... I would say you have a point zero zero one of dog avatars being actual human beings on Twitter and a point zero 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 one of dog avatars having blue check marks. Well, one of them 
is Carl Ravitch. And yesterday afternoon, just apropos yesterday evening, I guess, closer to yesterday evening, it is becoming increasingly apparent that we may not have a major league season in 2022. Both sides believe they have made significant concessions to each other. Uh, to the other, each side points at the other as having not done nearly enough. As has been reported, the word of the day is deadlock. So forget about Memorial Day, which I scoffed at. Yep. Now, Carl Ravitch, the maybe voice of Sunday Night Baseball in 2022, is saying it is becoming increasingly apparent that we may not have a major league season in 2022 because both sides have made their concessions neither side feels like the others made enough of a concession and now they are at the proverbial deadlock i was truly encouraged and i said this on the show thursday or friday when it was going on that they had met on thursday uh-huh. and then i was encouraged that they were meeting again yesterday but it's like there's no movement now they are tending to some things on the field ken rosenthal a friend of Rob Manfred's, writing on TheAthletic.com, the union in its latest proposal to the league on Sunday agreed to grant the league the ability to institute a pitch clock, larger bases, and shift restrictions for 2023. The league wants the ability to make other changes for subsequent years within 45 days of the end of a season. Such changes would be implemented upon the recommendation of a competition committee composed of more league than union representatives, effectively giving Commissioner Rob Manfred the power to act as he chooses. In previous CBAs, the commissioner had the unilateral right to implement changes only after a year's notice. Um, So it looks like whenever they get back to playing that there will be a pitch clock there will be larger bases, and there will be shift restrictions for 2023. Jackson, yeah. do you like these things? You can break them down piece by piece. You can say across the board, I do, across the board, I don't. It's your question to answer, sir. I like the bigger bases thing because, you know, if nothing else, it could possibly encourage more stealing, which excites the game more, and I think banning the shift gets the ball in play more. I mean, so I think both those things, both those on-the-field things, are really uh, a right a step in the right direction. I was kind of going back and forth on the shift thing because it's kind of like, well, we, we're banning strategies now. But in all reality, if we're trying to make the game more exciting, having more base hits is a good way to start. And having a bigger base not only improves player safety, but also can encourage more stealing. This is more of a uh, topic that I could really go into the weeds on if Let's say we had a podcast that was supposed to last a half hour and went two hours. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, for example. Right. Um, but we talked about either on that podcast or on uh, Balloon Party, DBA, Honesty and Media on Friday about the shift. And if we have seen a sport just flat out alter what is allowed strategy in order to increase the watchability of the game. And I had a gentleman, and I'm sure some of you hockey fans, and unfortunately we have an NHL historian in studio with us in Jackson, uh, I had a gentleman point out a great article on what took place in the mid-1990s and then what the league did, the NHL, after it shut down uh, in 2004. And that is, Jackson, do you remember the name? (laughs) I can already tell you, I do not. Of the strategy... Scotty Bowman and Wingy Wingy employed, and then we saw oh. the Devils. You oh, there's no way. Do you know? Dump them? and chase. No. Got to oh, shoot oh, the score. God, 
it would have been so much better for you, both in the short term and the long term, to just just keep my mouth just shut. Sit sit the play out. Well, I'm already this deep, so. Six five seven eight zero. Jackson believing Scotty Bowman came up with the dump and chase, leading to the Red Wings' success. Left wing trap. Left wing trap. Yeah, you're speaking Spanish to me. <laughs> and it shut down the offense that uh, that we saw so much of in the 1980s. Wingy wingy went off in the mid 90s, then won chalices. And then the league shut down initially for economic reasons. And when they came back out, then they tried to open the game back up because scoring was down. The product was not necessarily as desirable. And sometimes teams that were at a great talent disparity would be able to compete with other teams. I actually think, perhaps not coincidentally, actually, if memory serves, 2003, the Blues got up 3-1 to one on the Canucks. I was on those, those trips to Vancouver. And, uh, and they wound up losing the series. The team got sick, and they lost the series. And if I'm not mistaken, like all of the top seeds, the teams that back then, Blues fans would be, oh, no, the Red Wings, or oh, no, the Avalanche, because the Avalanche had knocked out the Blues in 01, the Red Wings in 02, that they had been knocked out in the first round. If I'm not mistaken, that was the year. And I think potentially one of the reasons for this change was some of the lesser teams were able to beat these powerhouses in part because of this system. And they wanted to open the game back up. And so that's what they did. And so it has happened before. It was in the NHL. Um, And it was the byproduct of them missing a year. So when I say that I was happy in a weird way that they didn't get it worked out last week, it's not because I don't want to see them play baseball. It's that I didn't want to see them rush an agreement through just to make sure they didn't miss a game when I feel like the problems really need to be tended to and not just rushed through to start the regular season on time. Because we're talking about economic, but we're also talking about on field. So my perspective on this shift has 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 changed in the sense that it has happened before, and if it does open up the game... Maybe that's what'll bring people back. I right. don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I think it's a step in the right direction. I think they're they understand. I didn't even know it was possible until Joe Buck was on my podcast a few weeks ago and he brought up Yeah. He goes, Yeah, and I guess they're gonna get rid of the shift and I'm like, What? But I'm like, I know he knows. Yeah. I had no idea. And here we are two weeks later and it's just accepted as part of the agreement whenever they get an agreement done. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a step in the right direction there and it's, at least they're acknowledging that they have an issue with the on the field product. Uh, Tim, the NFL changed the defensive holding enforcement calls after the Colts Pats 2005, then the Colts won the next year. Should have been done after the 2002 Super Bowl. That's a nice play. Uh, let's see. Uh, why didn't the owners and union agree to play under the old expiring CBA for the good of everyone, including the fans? I understand that kind of question. I, I truly do. Um, and it's a tough one because the fans are the ones left out in the cold when these types of things go down. But the way that this has to work in order to get what you want is you have to force it into the 11th hour. And it sucks, but that is the nature of a hardcore negotiation. That's just the way that these go down. They go down in business, and they absolutely, more often than not, unfortunately, go down in sports. And when two sides are this far apart, you lose games. Unfortunately for baseball, of the four leagues, I think they're the one that can afford to have it the least, and they might be looking at one of the longest. All right, it is 1048. This time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers. On the other side of the commercial break, it's the award-winning segment. So what'd your grandma think? 
And this is from the Blues and Devils yesterday, an unfortunate overtime loss for the Blues, and somebody was in particular unhappy with a question. Is that correct? No. Okay, what is this from? It's uh, Nick's forward, Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> he could be in studio with us right now, and I wouldn't. I would. It, it would probably stand out because there'd just be <laughs> yeah, another person here. Right, and it's also like both of us combined in height. So right. Well, uh, Mitchell Robinson, you wanted to hear from him. <laughs> I don't know if Randy and Michelle played this, so this this is a balloon party <laughs> exclusive. exclusive. Yeah, credit us. Yeah, and I have a feeling you won't hear it on BK <laughs> and Ferrari or the fast lane. So, which is a shame. Get it while it's hot. <laughs> it's coming up next. And so, what'd your grandma think? We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers <laughs> on 101 ESPN. Sometimes the media asks bad questions. Not, not a good question. Like, Coach, uh, how cool was it that it was a Wisconsin player that uh, sank the winning shot? Well, they're all Wisconsin players. Or, I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. And when that happens, players will fire back. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Stop asking me stupid questions. Now it's time for... So what's your grandma think? Joe. All right, Jackson. Set this up. The Mitchell Robinson sound. St. Louisans have gathered round to hear. Yeah, so Mitchell Robinson, he plays for the Knicks, the struggling Knicks. And in this clip, you can tell that him and the reporter kind of have a little... Back and forth rapport, but it's funny nonetheless. Right. How big was it to finally get a win after all these losses? To be... You really going to ask that? What was that? Oh, actually, it feels great to get that win, Berman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. It was good. We needed that. We needed that bad. Yeah, you seen that, huh? I got that touch. It's pretty amazing. I mean, tap, tap. Not me. No, I mean, it's great, man. We've asked you on another road trip about the future and the contract. Leave me alone. What's that? I told you before. (laughs) I told you before. No, talk to my agent. I mean, Berman. The way things are going. Berman, talk to my agent. (laughs) (laughs) What was that sound at the end? He said, (laughs) "Could there be a, a less?" enthused question asker in the history of the world that's that was my biggest takeaway here's a guy who regrets the decision to not go to law school and he's now in his 60s and he's sitting here asking this guy who's just swatting him around (laughs) in the madison square garden locker room after the knicks won for the first time in what like a week and a half uh and he's just getting yelled at by a guy who's probably like 40 years younger than him Hasn't seen a championship in since 73. <laughs> and he's just so defeated. He's like, I've got a couple more years. Can we fire Tibbs so I can have something to ask a question about? His question was, how good did it feel to get a win after all the losses? That's when you know you're digging deep. Uh, it's like the sideline reporter on the you know college football oh, win yeah. or any win. Oh, yeah. Tell me how good this feels. 
I don't mean, what do we go to Syracuse and Missouri and Northwestern for this? Yep. That's Those are the three top journalism schools, and that's what we get out of it, like a four years. All right, here's what you got. When you when they go to you, here's what you say, yeah. and we're going to spend four years on this. Tell me how good it feels to win this game. Did you know, obviously, you were trying to do that? Guess what? Watch this. Here, I'm going to do it again. Second straight show. I'm going to throw something across the... For those listening at home, he really did just hurl that water This bottle. industry... I'm self-loathing. I'm self-loathing of my industry. That's what I've decided. Yeah. Although with that guy in particular, I think he just hates his personal situation. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like, can I still get into law school? And if I'm not mistaken, he kind of got hazed two different times. And each time when he was getting hazed, he'd go, what's that? <laughs> How fast? Like, I can't believe this is really happening to me. I have a family. I have two new grandchildren. They're wonderful. And I have Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> Of the Knicks just yelling at me. It's so dehumanizing. I'm telling you, when I go down to spring training and I go, God, I got to go ask somebody like 20 years younger than me if they'll come out and give me a sound bite. And I'm telling you, it's the most emasculating damn thing going. Yep. And you know it's gonna. they're just going to dismiss you. Oh, yeah. You know? It's never going to go well. Say, Harrison, do you have do you have a Do you have a myth? Okay. okay, go get them today. <laughs> you don't have a minute for me? <laughs> All right, catch you tomorrow. All right, we got to shut it down. BK and Ferrario up next. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors, We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.